This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. We're going to be talking about some new comics that have come out this past week and then we're going to recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week that we think you should pick up. It's Slim Pickens, so if you're here for recommendations, stick around, it's not going to take a lot of time. <laughs> for some go. reason next week. It was a little weak. Uh, before we get started, I want to say that if you're watching the show live, thank you so much and welcome to the live show. Guess what? Bet you didn't know this. You're a sponsor of today's show, or at least you have the opportunity. Your finger's on the button. All you got to do to sponsor today's show is use the Super Chats and click on whatever denomination you feel is appropriate to give, and we will uh, read your comment and answer your question here on the show, and that's how it's going to work uh, as a sponsorship between the two of us, or the three of us, I should say. You, me, Tiffany as well. Thank you. <laughs> um, I wanted to get ahead of it. Uh, Emerald City Comic Con, obviously, uh, postponed uh, to the summer. Uh, th that's canceled in my eyes, but whatever, uh, because they there's no make, date. They might make it work. Well, they obviously, like, they have to not only, like, you know, coordinate amongst their own cons, but with the convention center itself, it may Oh, yeah, no, it's, they didn't see times. it. Yeah, they didn't see it coming, and they didn't decide to do it until the last minute so it's like yeah they're in a rock and a hard place right so that doesn't mean it's over over they might no. honestly give it a go trying yeah. to figure out what's a good right time. but if you were gonna go to seattle to see me and benny talk on our show absolute comics you're out of luck uh, you're not gonna be going to the show no matter what yeah but also we had canceled ahead of time but wanted to let you know uh the show tomorrow not happening uh but that's it on that front. Uh, before we actually get into the week's worth of books, because we also talk about like stuff that's topical, things okay. that are happening, uh, I wanted to mention that we have a date for Jeff Johns and Jason Fabic's Three Jokers, that apparently this book is coming out on June 17th. It's three books... It's well, coming out on time. One for each Joker. That's right, exactly. Uh, I hope it's not like focusing on e like one chapter per Joker. I think that sounds like a not a story. But uh, I am excited about it. Um, if you've seen some of the preview art from the EW Entertainment Weekly like exclusive interview between Johns Fabic and the interviewer, mm -hmm. uh, you'll see a few extra pages, and they look incredible. No matter what, yeah, this book is gonna look great. You know what's interesting. Is that, I'm sure this is, I mean, obviously this book had have been in the works for a bit. It's been in the works for four years. But I mean, like, <laughs> yes, but you know what I mean? Like, actually, like, being produced. Yes. It's just interesting that it came on the heels of... The Dio's exit from DC? Yeah. It's almost as though maybe it was being intentionally delayed. Uh, let's not get into that and, yeah. like, start like, woo. Oh, let me get my hat. hat. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, it's just like, oh, that's, like, either really unfortunate that they... You know, have created a potential conspiracy, or it's really there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's either one or the other. Yeah, that's it. It's... Yeah, but they released uh, the art for each book. Yeah. Uh, each cover for each book will depict a different Joker, uh, and uh, we know that apparently they issued the date for the uh, initial release, June seventeenth, because the book's done. Oh. Because they finished the third chapter. Oh, that was smart. Yeah. That's what they're supposed to do. The only problem is apparently if they do that, it'll take four years for the books to come out. Well. Yeah. We know that's not true. Uh, and and we have our own theories as to why it took so long Certainly. for a three chapter comic to come out that has almost no bearing on continuity uh, or it has every bearing on continuity. Who, who knows? knows? Nobody. Maybe, that's who. Maybe it'll be a Joker crisis. 
Yeah. A Joe Crisis. I don't know. Crisis of Infinite Laughs. Yeah. I know that one thing that they said, uh, I don't remember which one it was. I think it was John's said that he's not dealing with multiverse, a multiverse of Jokers. So that would be stupid. And I was like, wow. Shots Shots fired. fired. Are you kidding me? You just got through with a multiversal Batman event that John's had nothing to do with it. And now he's doing a big seminal thing with, with the Joker and Batman. And he's like, we're not doing that. That would be stupid. I'm like, wow, ouch. Now it's Johns and Morrison who are making fun of Snyder's uh, dark universe. Well. Anyway. Yeah. uh, Yeah. So, Jokers. Can't wait. Right? The book looks amazing. We'll see. I can't wait. You know what it is, though? There's kind of a hype train. Yeah. Gotta watch out for those hype trains. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, it's funny, though. If you're waiting four years for the hype train, eventually you can just stop worrying about it. Right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, So let's jump into some Super Chats before we get started. Uh, John Jay is finally catching you guys live here in London, UK. Thank you very much. Hi. And uh, hello or good evening. I don't know what time it is over there. I'm sure it's very late. Right. Uh, Gar just got my acceptance letter to law school. Just spreading (gasps) the love. Congratulations, man. Congrats. You my have, mom's a lawyer. Uh, you have a lot of reading in your future. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> no, it's going to be the great. First, I hear the first year is the hardest. But you'll get through it. But then once you get through the first year, you're good to go. Yeah. Uh, Al Sidra says... Yep, uh, like Matt Murdock. Yeah, why not? You can be an avocado. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Dan Dio getting fired? There's a whole show about it. You can just watch it uh, in the playlist. So go into the playlist and watch it. It's called Dan Dio Got Fired. So it shouldn't be far, hard to find. Um, but thank you for helping us well, out. We, we like, do appreciate it. We like to name these things on the nose. Like we it. do. Well, it's you know for search algorithms. Right, sake. of course. Nathan E. A crisis of infinite jest is for a Joker crisis. I liked yours. Crisis of infinite for an infinite laughs or something like that. Ha 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 ha. ha. And then yeah, yeah become a laugh singularity. A shout out to Brad Geiger. Right, and he can. There was like, well, you know, Snyder already dealt with you know singularities or whatever yeah. it was. What was it? Mm. No, it wasn't that. No. Was that ball thing they wanted that turned out to be Perpetua? Oh crap. Well, that, the totality. The totality. I want to make it a singularity. Yeah. The Frank Grant Morrison, I'm stuck alone in a lab for the next week while everyone else is on break for the occasional visits from my research advisor, so I'm fully reliant on Comic Pop for maintaining my sanity. Well, that's not a good thing for you, man, because we are not the most sane people. No, you're fine. No, no, you're, you're very... Thank you for hanging out that, with us. That is like, that is like nearly like, you know, Dickensian. Yeah. Right there. Right? <laughs> Well, good luck to you, my friend. Watch out for ghosts. Yes. But I mean, if they show up, just listen to what they say, and all will work out. Yeah, they're probably benevolent. All going to work out. Exactly. Let's jump into some books. Let's um, do it. I want to just give a quick shout out to Daredevil number 19. Okay. Uh, I read that uh, on Twitter, Zadarsky, who is the author, uh, Marco Cicchetto, who is the uh, artist, uh, that... This was the book to pick up. He's like, if you haven't read any of my Daredevil, you got to pick it up. I've, of course, been reading all of his Daredevil, and it's incredible. Uh, I actually just finally got a hard copy of Daredevil number one, which I've been hunting down forever. I literally was like, ah, Zadarsky's Daredevil, whatever. And then I picked it up uh, digitally, and I was like, oh, my God. And I like to get, like, physical copies in case I meet the creators and get them to sign it and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Daredevil number 19, um, Inferno part one of two, uh, Daredevil is essentially, he kind of like, not retired, but like, forced himself into uh, not being Daredevil, because he doesn't think he's really worthy of it, but Mm -hmm. because of that, there's an absence in Hell's Kitchen, and there's kind of like this little movement Mm -hmm. of the people of Hell's Kitchen, and they put on Daredevil masks, and they do good. Um, 
The oh. uh, yeah, and uh, basically, Hell's Kitchen gets torn up by uh, a bunch of supervillains who are done for hire to screw up Hell's Kitchen and like, you know. Oh, the idea is it's like part of a real estate scheme, so Lex Luthor must be doing it. But uh, no, it's <laughs> the idea here is that uh, they're they're reducing the property values so they can scoop them up, gentrify it, kick everybody else out, and then raise the prices. I'm sorry, like Lex. It's his beefier cousin. Yeah, Kingpin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this book is incredible. Uh, it returns Bullseye to the Daredevil mythos, and I was gonna say based on the cover, uh, <laughs> but it also brings Matt back into the fight. So and, uh, yeah, how do you feel about what Zdarsky said about this book? Being like, if you didn't, pick yeah, up you, any of them. Like, well, here's the thing: this... if you didn't pick it up, you're gonna be like, well, who are all these people? Okay. Like, because there are a bunch of like regular people in Hell's Kitchen, and you know who they all are. There's also a cop who's like very much integral to the story. Uh, but I believe that the wrap up page, like the summary page that opens it, mm-hmm. gives you a really good place to start. Okay. But uh, again, only 19 issues, so go back read them all. Uh, it's an incredible book. It looks good, and it is Daredevil through and through. Uh, people are going to be talking about this run like they're going to talk about the Bendis, the Brubaker, and the Miller run. So, nice. Okay. You know, keep an eye out for Daredevil and and, and buy it. Man. It's just such a good book. Zdarsky is like a, like a sleeper hit. He is, yeah. Right. Uh, although, like, he's had so many. It's like, at this point, if, he, if he's on a book, just buy the damn right, thing. Right, I know. But still, I mean, like, I think people like are, are kind of slowly still finding out about him when he hits characters that they like. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think it was a really smart move for him to start with Howard the Duck, unassuming. Yeah. I, of course, discounted it immediately. I was wrong. You fool. I was a fool. A total fool. Yeah. Thankfully... Because of my, because of how vocal I was about how much I didn't like Howard the Duck, uh, people sent me like a bunch of copies of the book, mm-hmm. so like I could always just go back and and check it out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Daredevil, I dig it. Check it out. Um, digging it. What else we got? Um, I guess you can talk about. We can talk about Batman. Are you sure? Wait, is that what you have left? These are all my books. Then I might want to go. I think you should. <laughs> Um, let's chat, uh, Excalibur really briefly. Sure, yeah, Excalibur. It's the only X book that came out this week, and it was like... No, Marauders came out. Oh, yeah, Marauders! I'm off that book. Okay. I'm out. I'm, I, I, I really should be off of Excalibur at this point, but I'm still (laughs) on for whatever reason. I'm like, nope! Yeah, you said it had a good, like, ending, a finality to it. I'm committed to this for whatever reason. Remember last time they were after those werewolves, and, like, they were on Cullen, Bloodshots, like property and then like he turned on them and you know, we pick up with that and they're like he's here's what's weird the writing went from being like good yeah to being like as though someone doesn't care about this part of the book anymore that's how new mutants went because like the new mutants parts that aren't the boring ones is great right and then it like and now i'm off i'm just like i've dropped a lot of x titles yeah yeah i mean like seemingly this issue merely like is like a gateway to another book that's coming out. It's almost like it's like an in-between because it's like this issue sums up that, like the story that we're talking about with the werewolves. Oh, okay. And now we're just going to move on to the next thing. You All know right. what I mean? It's like, it's like a weird break in between that you typically see done by a different writer. Yeah. So that the other writer could like pick up the pace with yeah. the, the main mm-hmm. story, but like it's the same writer. Oh. So I think it is, right? It was Teeny Howard the whole time. I think so. <laughs> this is where I'm not really sure about that because I haven't been saying the, the writers of these books. No, that's true. Um, regardless, uh, we also see that like, remember that Coven Akaba? Yes. Yeah, they reached out to Cullen and like, they're like, hey, like, you know, 
we're just like letting you know that like Britain's a little worried about all of like these mutants and like we know the homo sapiens of the Bloodstone family are generally very cool and like if you're feeling any sort of woe or worry about this you should just reach out to us and maybe we could like you know team up right okay um Cullen makes a phone call in his gazebo like completely out in the open at night to them and like Richter is like can't sleep so he's out for a walk and, and like hears he hears all of it and then Cullen's like hey hang on a second and he goes over to Richter and he starts hitting on him okay and then they kiss and Richter's like hold please and he runs to go tell Betsy he's like hey I'm pretty sure he's calling he's dealing with Covenant Kaba and I'm like um, okay, so the tension is thwarted. Yeah, the tension's completely thwarted. They go out to get the rest of the war wolves. And, like, the original, like, plan is that, like, they, after they have, like, their big fight at the beginning where, like, it's continued from the last issue, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, okay, we just won't use our powers anymore. And, like, Cullen won't use his, like, crazy monster thing that's part of him anymore. And he wears a ring to, like, keep him good. But um, then, like, they're like, okay, we're just going to, because, like, Richter puts it together that, like, like, Coven Akaba is going to try to, like, pin it all on the X-Men. Sure. Like, something will happen, and then it'll all be all their fault. Right. So he's like, we just need to get the skulls and get out of here. Okay. So that's what they do. They go get the skulls, and, like, Rogue has, like, one of their skins, so she puts it on and looks like them, and they get the skulls. Like, that's all you care about is they get the skulls. Right. And then they leave. They knock out. Oh. They knock out Cullen and then they leave. Right. Um, but not so it's, bef- a, it's a book about people who say what they do and then follow through and on it. And then they do it. And then, like, they go back to Apocalypse they're like, here are your skulls. And he's just like, I didn't say I needed five skulls. I said I needed to wipe them out because, like, they didn't kill all of them because they found a puppy. A werewolf puppy. Oh, okay. And so, like, Betsy couldn't kill it. Yeah. Like, none of them would do it. Okay. So they just brought it back. Cool. So and we got like, a new Lockheed Apocalypse type is thing. like, you were supposed to kill them all. Yeah. And she's like, no, I showed it Mercy. And he's like, okay, cool. Fine. Mercy's his own form of power. Whatever. So he's, like, just frustrated and upset. Then there's, like, some, like, strangely specific poetry about the stars um, written by Zorn. And uh, <laughs> Yeah, he likes to write poetry. Then they proceed to give the puppy to uh, Rachel who has had experience with the werewolves yeah. and we're meant to go and check out what her new job might be in X factor. Number one. Oh no, I'm a good. And that was the end of the book. Cool. I was like, so like, honestly, if you were reading Excalibur and you missed the past two issues, that's fine. You I can would check just, this out. I would just try when uh, issue number nine comes out. Right. Or whatever. Like just, just, just give it a shot then again, maybe it'll be better. Yeah. Because, like, again, issues one through six, really strong and great. Yeah. Issues seven and eight, I'm like, I don't care. It Maybe that's, like, a trend. I don't know. Like, I don't want to sound like I don't I'm sound complaining like... about the X-Men titles. It's more like, because everyone, like, literally there's a title for you. Like, for, sure. But, like, maybe when you've told your story, you could just end the book. It could be that. It could also be this kind of felt like they're stalling. Wow. Like, maybe X-Men needs to get to a certain point before this like book could continue that is on. kind of an issue when you have like an interconnected like universe of, of your own yeah exactly and so like maybe they just need these two issues like they established very little there is some stuff that's established but it's just not enough to warrant i think this like mini story arc. right right i don't know maybe i'll be proven wrong later I don't maybe know. i doubt it <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh let me jump into some super chats while you get your sure. next book ready um Let's see. I believe Ronald Caterasano 
says, uh, recently found you guys. Love the channel. Well, thank you very much, and welcome to the population. Thank you very much for checking us out. Uh, and Elseworlds Exchange really, uh, Backers and Elseworlds Exchange really helped me kill the time when I'm at work. Daredevil 19, best issue ever. Yeah, it's a great issue. And uh, thanks for checking out the yeah, new the, the shows. We appreciate it, man. Bye. And welcome to Off the Rack. Hopefully you enjoy this as well. Um, <laughs> Al Sidra, uh, the big book con that was held in Lep- uh, Leipzig. Every year was canceled due to health concerns. I was looking forward mm-hmm. to attending when I was uh, when I went back to visit Germany. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. That's the case across the board. A lot yeah, of stuff's lot, getting canceled. Yeah, a lot of things are getting canceled. Yeah, and it's gonna get worse before it gets better. So wash your hands every time you go out of the house. Every time you come back from the house, before wash you their, eat. Before you eat, don't touch your face. Uh, Debashish Mahaptra says, "Here's some. Here's some for the hardest working crew. Thank you. Thank you. It's very Especially nice. This guy. Oh no." Uh, Troy Harness says, Hey, Comic Pop, and when Hi. I'm off duty, I love your back issues. Because of you, I'm all in with Immortal Hulk, X-Men, and Daredevil. Ooh, nice. That's, that's good company, hey. man. Thank you very much for checking us out. And also, of course, uh, for checking those out. Immortal Hulk, no dip in quality. X-Men, it's your cup of tea. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Daredevil, of course, excellent series. So I'm glad you're checking them out. Yeah, yeah. For good stuff. Uh, so, yeah. Um, so, go ahead. You have, like, one more thing, so I'm just going to keep... I have two more things. Oh, yeah. oh, no, I don't. I have one more thing. Yeah. So the rest of my books have something to do with the word strange. Yes, you do. Like, literally the next three books? Yep. Yeah. It's no, the there's... Did you do Savage Avengers? Y- yeah. That's not Savage. That's or that's strange not Strange. Is in it. He is Strange, but at least that's what strange I'm saying. in the title. Like, it doesn't matter. That's fair. So let's... No, I've got four more books. Um, Doctor Strange, really quickly. Um, yes. Number four came out... The book is getting better for me. Oh! You know what's funny? I think it's because Kev Walker's there. I had a feeling that you were going to start liking the book more. Yep. I, I think because Kev Walker might be handling a little bit more of the story mm-hmm. um, than Mark Wade is. That makes sense. I, I don't know that for sure. Obviously, I don't have any insider info on well, this. You only have your brain, which yeah. you have used to read Mark Wade's run. <laughs> And it's been meh until now. Yeah. And all of a sudden, another person's on the book. Yeah, yeah. So um, this issue focuses on Dr. Druid. Yes. And getting a little more information about him and familiarizing um, folk who may not know about him or know what he's been up to. Probably so this good idea. <laughs> book does it in a competent way where like, we have a character who would clearly not know about him, but works with him and would like to know more. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's that kind of thing. Um, the... Um, the script is pretty tight, which is something I haven't really been able to say. Yeah, no. About Strange in a while. Yeah. Which was strange for me. Um, it, basically, the story begins in the hospital where Strange has been working. Right. And there's a family who is, like, concerned about their, like, mom. And by mom, I guess it's just one of them because, obviously, they're married. Um, sure. And um, they're, like, you know, oh, don't worry. Like, you know... Our, our like top surgeon is, is coming because like he scheduled the surgery three days ago okay. and he's not there oh, no. because he went back to his forge and when he got there there was a big beastie waiting for him <laughs> um it's the callison Calusian berserker okay which looks awesome right and um he's like okay cool obviously they didn't send him to steal all my stuff because as he puts you don't send you don't order a, an ox to burgle and I'm like, that's, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but he's like, but he was left behind to distract me from whatever. So he's trying to fight this thing off, but he knows he has to get back for the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, when another surgeon shows up and um, he's like, hang on, I've got this. And then Strange is like, I'm here. <laughs> um, d- get the hell away. Get, yeah. get out of here. Shoo. So okay. Strange says, we don't see the surgery. 
we just skip good it, and then like he's chatting with um the woman who's like above him mm-hmm. and she's like hey you know what man like I warned you about this. Like, I know you have other obligations, but like, you promised me that it wouldn't interfere with this. You scheduled it. It wasn't like this was an emergency surgery. We called you in. Right. You scheduled this. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like, honestly, like, I can't give her an excuse because like, (laughs) she's not wrong. Yeah. She's not wrong. So he just apologizes. Right. He's just like, you're right. And I'm like, nice. Oh, okay. Good, Good for you, Dr. Strange. Yeah. So then she's like, hey, you look like you could use a drink. Like, how about we go out? And I want you to tell me about druid like okay. i want to understand like who is he like who is this guy who's running my hospital right right so he explains like what he's been up to so we get like the backstory and he's just like Dr. druid is a druid now if you've been reading excalibur you know that we have been dealing with druids in the marvel universe because richter goes to find them and he kind of like taps into the magic that they use and mm, you know what i mean like yeah so i just thought that was interesting that it's like we have that going on there and they bring it up here as well yeah um, they mentioned that, like, he find, he meets the Ancient One as he's, like, looking to learn more about his powers because the Druid history and, like, lore is taught via, like, an oral tradition. Mm-hmm. And so if people aren't around to tell you about it, how are you supposed to find out about yeah. it? So he's, like, looking for anybody to help Matt, finds the Ancient One. The Ancient One at the time is looking for someone to replace him. It's pretty strange. It's, like, way back in the past. Yeah. Because, like, Druid is way older than right. he appears to be. Um, and, um... I guess I could call him Anthony Ludgate mm-hmm. too, just because that's what he's referred to in here yeah, specifically. Fun. But like, so he's like, you know, like he looks younger than he is, but trust me, he's real old or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like Ludgate and, and um, the ancient one don't work out, but they see that in one another. And so they kind of part ways. Right he goes on to kind of become a hero, what have you. And then inevitably like he dies. Yeah. Right. And like, Strange is like, admittedly, like when I met him and I was Sorcerer Supreme, like there was seemingly like a little like eh, between the two of them friction. because he's just like, oh, okay, yeah, I couldn't be Sorcerer Supreme, but you can. This, right. This asshole, sure, yeah. whatever. And he's like, yeah, no, it's true. That's right. So he dies, and then when he comes back, he comes back in Weird World as like a villain. Right. And so then, like, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things that happen that include like Spider Man and, and such. <laughs> but uh, suffice it to say that, like, um, inevitably, like, he just shows back up here and he's alive and he's fine. Yeah. And like strange is like, it's a little weird. Just as a heads up. Right. It's a, it's a little weird. Um, and, um, I'm sorry. I'm going to take back what I said about Spider-Man. I'm thinking about the other book with Dr. Strange. Yeah, no, I'm like, he's not in this book. But... No, no. But like literally I read two different stories with Dr. Strange. So we'll, we'll get back. In fact, to I read three different stories with Dr. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> I've got like strange on the brain. So Just, anyway, you know, yeah. yeah, it's pretty much every day for me, but uh-huh. I've got to keep three different stories straight. So regardless, <laughs> the two of them end up back at um, this either. I think it's her place. I think it's her and place. And he's like, he's like, oh, he's like, I invite you back to the sanctum, but like the Balrog who cleans isn't going to be here. And she's like, ha ha ha. And then like, basically it seems like she might ask him up. Yeah. And then like he like, and he seems a little like, oh, like, oh, okay. And he gets a call that there's like, you know, you know, danger afoot code red at the hospital. Yeah. Red alert. And so he goes there and there's like a patient like who specifically asked for him and they don't know who the patient is, but like they need emergency surgery. Right. Like neurosurgery. So okay. he gets prepped, immediately goes into the room and they're trying to like like find out who he is, find out like what happened to him because if he knows if they can find out what happened to him, Strange can better diagnose and fix. Sure. So instead of like using the laser that they have, he goes in manually and such. And as soon as he goes in, he's like, Oh crap. There's like a demon in there or something. It is a demon. All right. It yeah. is a demon. And like the, as that's ha- as he's figuring it out, the person who's looking at us, like he has no fingerprints. Oh. And so then like he uses like his, like 
like mind to reach out to Ludgate because he's like, I need you to come in here right now. Mm-hmm. And and like, I, I hopefully you can help me out here. So Ludgate comes in, clears the room. And then basically they like, he uses his magic to like transfer, transfer the magical energy in the demon into like the plants he has in his greenhouse on the roof of the hospital okay. and kills them all. Oh, and they all explode. Right. Cool. But like Ludgate's like, on, on like, bored for helping out he wipes the mind of everybody who might have known anything about this strange is like i don't really have the energy to have argue an argument with, with him over this which i was like yay this is more what i'm used to seeing from dr strange where he's just like this is wrong but i don't have time for this mm-hmm. and he starts like piecing together that like they need to go on the offensive and like Luke gets in he's gonna help he's okay like, yeah man cool. i'll help let's do it i'm in and uh, i'm like are you in because you're behind it probably but um because don't forget, he had, like, a map of Weird World. Right. And so, like, Strange realizes that, like, they took a whole bunch of stuff from the armory, and his now next concern is that whoever took it, what if they can mass produce it? And then mm. we see, like, a warehouse full of, like, demons wandering around, carrying all these, like, crates like you would if you were, like, doing a black ops, like, or a black, <laughs> like, you know, market sort of, like, weapons deal. Right. And, like, clearly that's what's happening here, but with magical items. And okay. I was like okay nice that's a little better yeah like okay i'm like kind of excited for where this goes which is really refreshing for me definitely at this point yeah so yeah all right (laughs) that's cool that's encouraging yeah exactly i'm happy to hear that um troy uh hi troy said i already talked to him (laughs) sorry troy we talked to you already uh, Daniel Riley uh, says, hey, any thoughts on the new upcoming X-Men number ones? Not really. It's just going to be more of the same. Isn't Hellions coming out? Yeah, I think so. I was like, what's that? Mm, that's fair. Sounds like something I'll be interested I'm just, in. I'm just reading the main book at this point. I occasionally like look in, and like obviously the giant size ones. I oh think, yeah, yeah. Well, I think night- those are important. There's a Nightcrawler one coming up, yes. and I'm very interested in that. Mm, yeah. If well, it's... in the light of X Men Seven, yeah, I'm definitely have to read that. I was gonna say in light of the Jean Grey, Emma Frost one, because right. that was just a really cool character study of it was, them yeah. without being a direct character study. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Bass uh, or Bass says, uh, "Haven't caught a stream in forever since I got my job as a full time reporter." <gasps> Ooh, nice. Clark Kent over here. Yeah, or. You know, any of the other reporters that are in comics, like Eddie Brock, for example. You, 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 hopefully you're a better reporter than that. Let's just stick with with Kent. Thank you. Uh, you guys are great. <laughs> Always perfect for long rides home. Thanks, man. Thank and you. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Robbie Robertson? Home. Yeah, Robbie Rob- Joe Robbie Robertson. He's a great uh, reporter. And hell, I like J.J. Jameson. I think he's a good newsman. He may not be, you know... <laughs> you may not agree with his Unbiased, but, but yeah. Uh, Stuart McNally uh, just wanted to... Uh, or, hey, guys, want to shout out... BSUK Comicsology. Uh, oh. Ah, new comics been pro- Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh yeah, new comics have been priced to 525 minimum. It's now changed to buy physically. No explanation. It's now cheaper. It's now cheaper to buy physically. No explanation. People who don't have local comic book stores or physical space being driven away from creators that matter. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, no, it was uh because of the market uh, because of Brexit. Uh the price went up. Like a lot. It's digital. I know. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, it's just what you I'm said. Sorry, it's. Uh, I'm sorry, man. That sucks. I hope like there's some solution that doesn't involve piracy. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Is uh, there any way like through Marvel or DC? Right, you can get Marvel Unlimited. Maybe. Is there anything like a better option there? Yeah. I know that 
if that helps with like current books though it does not but uh it beats stealing from them so i'd go with yeah. marvel unlimited oh, or uh, dc universe maybe i mean that's, that's kind of expensive i'm so sorry so yeah i'm sorry good luck uh, Kevin Myers, wouldn't it be awesome if Matt Murdock was in Black Widow? Yeah, it would be. It'd be yes. the most awesome. That would be incredibly awesome. I don't think he's going to be in there. Listen, they're, they're going let's to just, they're let's going just to hold Russia. Hope. Okay? Yeah, I want I want that. There's a great like. Isn't that funny that they're going to Russia and uh, what's his face is in it? Oh yeah, yeah, Hopper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ronald Caterasano says, "Any thoughts on Ten of Swords?" We talked about that as well uh, before, um, but I will say it looks cool. Everybody gets a sword, but it's not, it's like metaphorical, but literally they get swords too. It's a too. metaphorical sword. No, I'm, I'm excited because they, we saw in um, Powers of X, the like three tarot cards and the 10 of swords is a tarot card and it does have uh, a negative connotation. So yep. I'm like, that's kind of cool. I'm interested to see if they're going to pull in like tarot lore yeah. with it, especially considering that apocalypse is so in- integral to Excalibur. Mm-hmm. So like that has that mystical element to it. So yeah. I don't know. Drex uh, 12341 says long time watcher. First time live watcher. Love you. Thanks a lot, Drex. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> uh, and Rusky 910, any up and coming indie or an on it, any up and coming indie or elseworlds, what if styled books we should be watching for? No. Um, Okay, wait, so, no, indie? No, yes. <laughs> Plunge, 100%. I know it's, like, not necessarily indie because it's a DC Black label. Oh, I thought you meant, like, on is... Elseworlds, like, oh. on our show. But, uh, no, but yeah, no, yeah, there's a bunch of indie books that you're reading. Yeah, Something is Killing the Children, Plunge, even though, again, it's Black Label, but it's a Hill House Black Label, so I'm putting it in that vertical mindset, yep. which I would still count as, like, an indie at that point. Totally. I think Plunge is an incredible book. I know it's only one issue in, but, like really liked it i picked up mercy but i haven't had a chance to read it mm. but i'm interested to check that out same thing with um that other book that i recommended last week kings of nowhere oh yeah i didn't get a yeah, chance yeah. To, to read that either mm. it's, it's been a hectic week stuff. it has it's kind of been that uh legendary marvel man by the way i was yeah. gonna say speaking of killing uh something skin, killing children. children um i picked this up on wednesday it's the um trade the volume one of something is killing the children i got they had like a deal like, this is the um apparently the like incentive cover oh or discover now edition cover for like comic book retailers i didn't realize it i just like jenny frison or frison how yeah. you want to say her name as an artist and she did the cover for this um i she scanned this yep it's in the i library now. love this uh story so much and uh, there's a great little cover gallery in the back of it and if you are a fan of the woods there's a little um little like sneak peek at the the woods yearbook edition in oh. the back of this um but this is a great book i love it love it love it and um yeah i can't you know recommend it more than that so there you go <laughs> there you go nice good uh good call out yeah yeah thanks uh legendary marvel man says just wanted to say i'm always waiting for comic pop uh love everything you do keep up the great work great job guys thanks thank you marvel man appreciate it man uh yeah so strange academy a lot of people have been asking tiffany's opinion about this i'm very excited to actually jump into it yeah uh strange academy uh written by scotty young yeah uh, art by humberto ramos yeah uh, which again like they keep getting these artists that give me that like sort of bachelor feel Mm -hmm. not i would not compare those two necessarily no but you get that like kind of like you know different art feel to it which i think fits in with the aaron sentiment which works since zelma's in it and zelma was obviously created by aaron yep and um yeah you know what i didn't really i didn't want to get hyped for this book at all just because at the time i was reading wade's 
strange and it hasn't been something that I've really been enjoying until yeah, obviously until just now until just now um so like I was not like oh my gosh this is gonna be like you know uh, spectacular it was a good book I uh, it was a good read I did enjoy it um naturally we're gonna start making um connections to like a Gotham Academy to Harry Potter yep. you know what I mean they make their own connection to that that like they call it out immediately so they you call don't it think out immediately yeah. we have our ride-along character Emily Bright I gotta tell you, good name for like a ride-along character, Emily Bright. Easy to remember, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like very easy to like just be like, okay, here she is. She's like she has connection to magic. Ever since she was a baby, her parents were like, okay, we kind of gotta hide this. Don't tell anybody about it. That kind of thing. Okay, we're doing that. Um, and then inevitably, like she has a dog that she's grown up with. Like as a, it was a puppy when she was a baby, and it's grown up. It gets hit by a car. She accidentally like basically saves it from death. Right. And, like, then doesn't feel good about it. Okay. Like, she, like inside. Like, something's wrong mm. because magic has a cost. Um, and um, she's sitting by a tree and she, like, tries to, like, learn how to control her magic a little bit by, like, looking online about, like, connecting to everything and what have you. Yeah. And ends up, like, like conjuring or connecting to something that, like, the tree comes to life and is, like, a monster. Oh. And then Zelma shows up and helps her to, to, to defeat Acclimate. it. yeah. And, um... Then tells her parents, like, listen, you have to let her come to this school because otherwise she's not going to be able... It's basically like X-Men. Because she's a mutant. I mean, a magic person. Yeah, but it's like, this is going to get worse. And, like, things are going to keep coming for her because they're going to be able to sense she Mm. has magic. And, like, inevitably there's not going to be anything left of her to come for. Oh. And, like, initially they're like, she's not going to... Like, she's not like some, like, storybook character, blah, blah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, ha, 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 Harry Potter, right there. (laughs) Get that out of the way. Sure. Inevitably her parents, like, let her go. And uh, when they get there, the school is in uh, Louisiana. It's in New Orleans. Mm. And, um... We know who that is. Yeah. And so then, like, they go to this gate, which seemingly there's nothing behind it. Obviously when they open it up, like, oh, there's the school, whatever, right? It's a pretty double-page splash. It is a lovely double-page splash. It's very nice. Very nice. By the way, I did obviously get a variant cover on it i like i love sketches yeah i really do like i love a finished piece but like there's something so alive about a pencil sketch there's just such movement to it and like you know when there's even when there's little errors anyway yeah moving on um but um we get to meet the rest of the cast of characters uh there's like a, a fairy who is like her roommate she's bubbly she's She's like Pinkie Pie. Right. Um, like, she immediately is just like, you're great. I like you so much. She likes everybody, but, like, ends up being her roommate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet two brothers, two twins oh. from Asgard. Okay. Uh, let's see. It's uh, Eric and Alvi. Uh, Eric is more of a uh, Thor, Thor, and Alvi's more of a Loki, but he's not, like, sinister or anything like that. No, he's just... He's weaker. Well, he's got... He's seemingly weaker. He's, he's got or, the glasses right. and, like, you know, what have you. But they're both magic users. Uh, Frost Giant shows up along with Loki, who's just like, and here's my student. <laughs> and let's not forget that during um, the run where uh, Loki was Sorcerer Supreme for a very small window of time, mm-hmm. he had a thing for Zelma. Oh. And so, like, we pick up on that here where he, like, hits on her for a second. She's like, back off. She's <laughs> like, no. She's, Sit over Thanks there. for reading the book, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Have a seat, man. Um, and then Kid Dormammu shows up, basically. Whoa. And I was like, that's where I was like. Really? Okay. Kid Dormammu? They don't call him Kid Dormammu. That's what I'm calling him. Well, he, he might as well be called His that. name's Doyle. It's Doyle Dormammu. Nope, Kid Dormammu. Kid Dormammu shows up. Is that and- his son? That's what, yeah, they, they are. Is it secretly Dormammu in disguise? I don't know. He seems, Probably. He seems too happy. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know, adjusted. Okay. Um, Loki immediately has an issue with this. He's like, you were giving me a hard time about having someone come here because I'm a bad guy. And then this shows up. Right. And they're like, they don't really have an answer to that. Like, yeah. they're just kind of like, yeah. It's like as though he wasn't supposed to still be here. Right. <laughs> you're supposed to drop him off and leave. Yeah, it's to go home. You're, you're too attached. We get like a general like, here's what the classes are going to be like. And like, cool. And like all this stuff. And like, here's this kid from Weird World. And like, he's here too. And yeah. like. We'll just meet... Here's the cast of characters we're going to have to worry about. Right. We meet Here each of the are. cast of characters, right? <laughs> like, there's someone from the Dark Dimension, and Dormammu's son, and yep. we got the, the kids from Asgard, and the, the Frost Giant, so obviously there's going to be some infighting there. Yep. We've got a bunch of, like, uh, humans who are there who are magic users, one who may or may not have a deep, dark secret that the person from um, the Dark Dimension knows about. Oh, no. She's, of course, a little weird and off-kilter. We've got that quirky kind of personality right, going on right, there. right. Um, we've got like the fun loving, like kid who's just like excited because he, like they split the brothers up as roommates. One goes with, uh, Dormammu's son and they hate each other. Okay. The other one goes with this kid who's just like, oh my God, you're from Asgard. Do you know Thor? Right. And he's like, there are a lot of people in Asgard and Thor's kind of a big deal. No, I don't. And he's like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Do you know Odin? He's like, mm. <laughs> that's bigger. Yeah. No. Like what? No. I think he's dead. Yeah. But he doesn't, like this kid doesn't know. No, I know. So then regardless, like, they um, have, like, an opening ceremony where Brother Voodoo shows up and is like, hey, I'm, like, in charge of this. Like, I'm, like, going to be running the school, basically, because even though it's Strange Academy, Dr. Strange is too busy to be running the school. Right. He's in too many books. So then he's like, here are, like, our guest teachers. Which I was like, I appreciated that because I was worried that they were going to commit to having, like, Hellstrom and Scarlet Witch and magic be like yeah all the magic people you can't just be tethered here no. you've got crap you got going on yeah but no they'll just bomb in when they can uh nika minro is mentioned and so shaman i was like hey shaman i haven't seen you literally since um jason Aaron's right <laughs> <laughs> um but that was the female shaman oh. i think i think it's been a while um and then they're kind of like cool what about Doctor Strange? Which, by the way, Doyle Dormammu asks about that. Kid Dormammu asks about that. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, what are, like, isn't this his school? And they're like, Brother Voodoo's like, yeah, he'll show up when he can, I guess. A huge portal opens up and like all these like crazy tentacles, including the black and white striped Bachelo, like, like evocative, entity, like, yeah. it's not even necessarily that entity. It's just something. And like Strange is like fighting and he's like, hey, everybody. Uh, so, uh, first day here, um, who wants to get involved. Right. And so he like enlists the help of the kids and they all like fight it back and stuff like that. Okay. And then the last page or so is kind of where it falls apart for me because like (laughs) Strange is like kind of out of character but like hey you know what like we're just kind of diving into this you know like I have a particular like way I think that Strange should act and we are following that like again that sort of Aaron feel but this is even out of character I think a little bit there and I'm Mm. not saying it's like oh it's like not gonna be good I think it's just you had like three speech bubbles with him, so I can't really judge it necessarily. Right, right. But like, basically, like, Strange is just like, you know, try to soak it all in and, and try not to die. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Har, 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 har. Right? What I think is interesting, though, is that like, they're trying to train the next generation of magicians or magic users for like, to take over and like, you know, protect the world. That, like, the end. Doctor Strange book, yeah, kind of covered that. Where like, and I was like, that's yeah. so weird because that takes place in the What If universe, right? So I don't well, know. Well, it's just the future. We don't, you know, we don't no, know. No, that was clearly the What If universe. <laughs> no, 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 but like, it's set in the future. We never got a flashback that tells you what happens. Yeah, but that 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 the end was literally set from that What If yeah magic no, I know. book. So right, no. 
So regardless, like, I think the book is fun. I think this is, like, something that is really going to be easy for people to jump into if they're not used to reading a Doctor Strange book because mm. you're not necessarily reading a Doctor Strange book. Right. I think this is going to be appealing to a kind of more broad audience. Yeah. And I mean that in a really positive way where it's like, if you have somebody who, like, digs magic but maybe they don't read Marvel comics, this is probably the book at this point to put in their hands where totally. it's like, there's going to be someone they like and, like, they're going to learn along the way a little bit more about these characters. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, I don't think Scotty Young is just going to throw you in the deep end with, like, not explaining no. who they are as we go along. So, yeah. there it is. I read it. <laughs> <laughs> and you thought it was kind of fun. Yeah, and I did think it was kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, Sham Shaw, hey, guys. Going to sleep soon. Just wanted to pop in and say hi. Hello. Hi. Hopefully you're still there. Sorry I talked so yeah, long. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. Uh, Dr. Comic helping us out. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, inspired by you, my favorite YouTube channel, I started making comic videos in Arabic on my Instagram channel. Oh, nice. Uh, I hope to introduce comics to more readers in my region. This is my thanks to all your videos. Uh, for all your videos, your fan from Kuwait, Dr. Comic. Oh, my god, That's a great idea, That's man. Amazing. Good call. Yeah. Congratulations. And a great uh, place to try. Because Instagram, of course, has a, has a wide audience. So. Yeah, no, that's amazing. Good luck with that. Like, seriously, good luck with that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I know, like, sometimes it can be an uphill battle to get folk into comics. And when they get there, they're like, oh, man, what have I been missing? Right, that's so, true. So, like, I don't envy you, but I think it's a, a good endeavor. Definitely. Um, The last Doctor Strange book that I'm going to talk about yeah. is Savage Avengers. Oh. Um. Which was, like, the cover of this was Doctor Strange and Elektra making out. Right. Which I was like... Which probably happens for one panel and that's it. It, no, it does not happen. <laughs> doesn't even happen at all. It does... Well, it's alluded to. All right. No, no, no. It, in a really, like, no, no, I get competent I get way. Because, again, this is written by uh, Jerry Duggan. Right. With so art it's... by Butch... Geis? G- Juice? Juice? Geis? I don't know. I'm sorry, Butch. <laughs> um... Strange is at home and he's kind of like thinking about everything that's been going on with Cullen Gath and the fact that Cullen Gath clearly wants Strange's power. Okay. And he's like, I need to learn more about this and here's my plan. Cullen Gath bled all over the cloak and I'm going to use that because DNA has like... like Magical traces. Yeah, and I can go back into his history and learn about who he is. Awesome. Fine, whatever. I'm like, you know what? Whatever. I don't care. Because it's not like he's like a regular dude. He is a wizard. Or yeah, a fair sorcerer. enough. So I'm like, fine. No complaints. Um, He has Elektra there to help protect him. What about Wong? Wong has not been, like, Wong's dealing with the hotel. And so if this is taking oh, place right. now, he's been, like, over there. That's funny. You know what I mean? And so yeah. he asks Elektra to come. And, like, it is very obvious that the two of them spent the evening together. Oh. And I'm like. Okay. I, I guess she was just like, all right. Well, why not? Why not? <laughs> okay. I've hooked up with Punisher and Daredevil. Yeah. Why not? Why not, Doctor Strange? Give it a shot, right? Um, but like, she because and like again, like she says, like I'm like I'm not usually contemplating murder the morning after the first date. Oh. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay, yeah, no, you like that kiss is like that happened, and then yeah, and now we're reading the book, <laughs> right? So, like, basically, he's like, here's what's going to happen. I am going to, like, astral project and, like, essentially travel through time through my astral project- projection. And, like, if at any point in time, like, I'm going to be telling you what I'm seeing and stuff like that. Yeah. If at any point in time I won't be able to hear you, but it seems like things are going wrong for me, you have to inflict pain on me so that I come back. Right. And she's like, got it. Can do. Can do. I'm in. Yeah. And his plan is, like, he'll twirl his mustache. Ha, ha, ha. So he goes and, like, basically this is, like, the opportunity for the the 
Jerry to be like, hey, let's learn a little bit more about Colin Gath if you're not really familiar with him. Because Good Colin idea. Gath has had a, a history with Doctor Strange. He's had a history with Conan. Yes. This is the character, by the way, I was thinking of that had a history with <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. So you can imagine, because I have a, a let's talk about who this character is. Yep. <laughs> and a let's talk about who this character is and Strange. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. Um, so we go back in time. We see that like Cullen Gath is a little boy who actually slew the real sorcerer Cullen Gath. Okay. And then took his name in place. Oh. And then wanted to learn more about magic and kept like trying to get people to teach him. He goes to that time's Sorcerer Supreme. Oh. It's the Hyborian Age, which oh. I was like, oh, this is, he's gone back. Cool, cool. He's like, okay, right on. The Sorcerer Supreme then like denies him. Right. He's just like, I think not. Uh, he goes to like a room full of like wizardly scholars or what have you and he's just like help me op- like unlock this text i can't unlock this and like i'll trade you something and they're like a you've got nothing to trade for it. and b if you can't unlock this text you're not meant to have this knowledge right and so he like attacks the the person who's like denying him yeah and in doing so like he like bites his like neck or like face and he's just like it wouldn't be his first murder nor would it be his last but it was like the most like vicious and right the most like you know like personal gotcha but he finds that there's power in blood and when he eats his flesh he gains his power and knowledge right and so we discover oh Colin Gath's cannibal right okay and I'm like okay cool well that flashes cool. back to the beginning of Savage Avengers which yes is the whole, like, with the whole blood the thing, whole blood thing. there's power and blood yeah which is funny because obviously when Aaron was doing Conan we're talking about like the blood god yeah there's power and blood okay blood snakes you're in a Conan book okay right. if you run into those two things a lot in your life watch out because Conan's gonna punch you in the face <laughs> and take your wallet <laughs> and take your wallet uh Strange follows Gath throughout his life and finds that, like, he's, of course, run into the Elder God, Shumagorath. And Shumagorath is depicted in a way that, like, looks like the other guy we saw in Doctor Strange. Yeah, but it's not. But it's not him. It's not connected to that. But it's just a really, like, cool version of Shumagorath. Yeah, it's not your Marvel versus Capcom Shumagorath. No, it's, like, honestly, like, a horrific Elder version of him and yeah. i'm like this is neat and i dig it a lot and i like puts... multiple versions of shumu right like it's like changed throughout the ages exactly yeah it's neat and like strange is of course like horrified by this uh we see that like he like sees conan's interference with cullen gath and he's, he's just like, like oh and he's just like i was wrong maybe i shouldn't have ditched him exactly and, <laughs> and he's like and like i'm happy to be wrong about that because like this is a good like thing to have on our side yeah like, oh, i guess i'll have to convince Conan him not has to kill constantly me. just like been there for gath and like each time he's killed him and then he comes back and he's just like all right we stop in we're like cullen gath goes after the sorcerer supreme who denied him right and he's just like screw you mm-hmm. like i'm gonna eat you and i'm gonna gain <laughs> the information i needed anyway yeah and so since strange is there like the sorcerer supreme starts like speaking in english uh, and Colin Gath can't understand it back then. Sure. And so he's just like, oh, I didn't expect you to suddenly be babbling tongues already. Ha ha ha. And like, he's just like, show yourself. And Strange is like, hey, I can't help you because I can't interfere on this time. And he's like, no, no, that's cool. I get it. But watch out for this guy. Yeah, he's like, not only watch out for this guy, but like, he's an apex predator. And like, maybe the issue is, isn't that you guys keep killing him. It's what you're killing him with. Like, you're not killing him with the right thing. Okay. And like, Strange is like, got it. Cool. And so then like, he dies. We check in with Elektra, who's like, literally like, throwing an orb that's probably important just <laughs> over and over again into the cloak. Oh, cool. Like, the, and like, that's funny. And then he comes back and he's like, okay, cool. He's like, I was rash to dismiss Conan. We need him back. And she's like, don't worry. I know how to find him. Oh, what? And I'm like... I slept with him, too. Right? And so then we see, like, this sweet, um, like, image of what's to come where it's, like, uh, Brother Voodoo, I think, Elektra, Conan, and Doctor Strange, and they're all wearing, like, those, like, Starro-like Shumagora uh, crowns. And I'm like, ooh, what's going on? That's cool. Like, I just, like, again, I haven't been following 
Savage Avengers. So for me, Electra just pops out of nowhere. But right. like, I am like weirdly on board for their like weird, like not relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, this makes sense. I don't know why I'm like, okay with this, but I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. It yep. seems cool. Yep. I'm in. I hear you. Right on. This is a good book. It is. And like, I kind of want to go back and like fill in the gap to like find out like when, like to see the lead up to Strange coming into like this whole thing. Because exactly. I'm like, Cullen Gath, when we originally heard that Conan was coming back and like Marvel was going to be integrating him, like Cullen Gath was my linchpin and they're using it anyway. So yes. I'm just like, yay! And Shumar Gorath too. And I'm like, this is this is literally what I wanted. So like, I'm going to support it by continuing to buy it because, yeah. That's how you do it. And I also like Duggan, Dugan, however you want to say his name. Right. Um, strange. I like him writing Strange. I think he does a really good job with it. And I just, I just dig it. Yeah. Dig it the most. Uh, Charles Burroughs says, any chance of doing Hellblazer back issues ever? Yeah, there's a big chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, not soon, but like there is a chance. Yeah. Uh, Ron- Ronald uh, says, uh, Kid Dormammu giving me Kid Gladiator flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kid anybody, really. I'm... He's not Kid Dormammu. He does have a name, but like literally I saw him. I was like, oh, call it's, him that. it's Kid Dormammu. Got it. Moving on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, Saudothani says, hello, how's it going? Hey, how and are also, uh, sorry, Butch, I butchered your name. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had thought of that. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, How apropos. Damn it. But no, uh, but hey man, hope you're doing well. Uh, Eddie Eckenberg says, imagine if they did a Sailor Moon Moon Knight crossover. Imagine them posing together saying, in the name of the moon, I will punish you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it would cost more than Marvel would ever want to spend to oh get those characters to appear yeah. in a Western book. Uh, Heroing 2.0 says, do you guys think you enjoy stories that have a definitive end like Marvel's or Spidey life story more than an ongoing series? Or does it really depend on the story? Thanks for being one of the best YouTubers and great content. Thank you, Heroing 2.0. Uh, in my opinion, I believe that uh, it really does depend on the story. Um, obviously, like, with a definitive ending or an original graphic novel, like, kind of, like, cyclical or, like, definitive ending, um, you can judge it without having to, like, worry about the next thing, um, but, you know, some of those things don't always end the way you want them to or well, uh, so, you know, and, of course, there's also, like, runs, you know, like, there's, mm-hmm. like, an, uh, there's a writer's entire run or a right like, stints of a run, like, I do enjoy a bunch of Dan Slott's run on Spider-Man, but there's a, 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 an equal proportion of the stuff that I don't like, mm-hmm. so, you know, there's there's good and bad, and there's, like, there's there's greatness and, you know, lows, depending on how long that run goes on, mm-hmm. so I like, I, I like both. Um, but I find that, you know, if it's contained into a thing, it's like easier to digest and therefore easier to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, then if you're reading it month to month, month to month is harder. You got to read it. You get, no matter what you are going to read it by going back and like putting it all together as one thing, you know? So, you know, I guess definitively, you know, those, those stories that have an ending, I like the most. Um, but mostly just because that's how I like stories. I like mm. stories to have a beginning, middle, and end. Even if the even if the end is, and then he went on more adventures, or you know, or they did more stuff. Yeah, and it all happened in continuity. Like that's fine, but I'm reading it for what I'm doing right now. Right, right. You know, what about you? Um, I I think yeah, I agree. It definitely depends on the story, but I think nine times out of ten, I like something with an ending. Yeah. As sad as I am to see an ending, right. sometimes like I'm happy that it's there because it's like it. I don't know. There's something about not letting something go on for so long that it becomes not good. Or That's the thing. It, or it yeah. changes so much that it's not what originally it started as or mm-hmm. it loses its way. 
Um, there are a lot of books where it's like, I don't even necessarily need a sequel, even if there's a definitive ending to yeah. it. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm okay. Right. Like, it's seemingly you want more. And then, you, like, for me, I, I'm like, you know what? Maybe I don't. Like, that's for me is Witches. Yeah. Like, the first volume of Witches, I'm good. I know that's not maybe the most satisfying ending. No. But for but, me, I'm like, that's an ending. Yeah. Like, I'm okay with this. Plus, like, like you're also aware of it potentially being bad. If well, it keeps going. sure. No, there's always that potential. Like there's, the, there's the concern that what if, if you add, it's already great. Yeah. If you add to it, you can only make it worse. Right. Exactly. Like, you or know, the risk isn't worth yeah. this ending. What's funny is like you can even have something that has a definitive ending, even if it goes on for a long time. If you look at Sandman, yeah, there is a definitive ending. It doesn't feel like it's a run because it's like ten volumes. Right. Yeah, but there's a definitive ending, and you, can, and you could keep going. Well. <laughs> as they have well yeah but yes and no because that story is done right right that story they then yes. did do overture but that's what i'm saying comes, but like that was a, but overture's a overture's of, a kind of its own thing you could read it yeah you know, whatever. but Fair yeah enough. so uh doom 2814 will we ever see man and superman by wolfman on back issues i think it's probably a good idea i have a one i have two superman books that I want to do on back issues or that I will probably do on back issues. Um, Superman doesn't really do very well on this channel uh, as often as we've done it before. Mm. Superman versus the earth Steelers was the first like huge failure we've ever did. And I was like, never going to do that again. Like I assumed like, Oh, Superman's part of the Pantheon, like right. Batman, Spider-Man, maybe Superman. And no, the answer is no. Uh, so man and Superman is close enough. Cause it's new enough. Mm -hmm. um, but I have other stuff that Planned. we'll do. Yeah. Um, and Flywheel Shyster helping us out. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, and Daniel Ingram, rare live viewing. Thanks for all the fun. Thank Hi. you, Daniel, for hanging out with us. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about Batman, huh? Uh, Batman number nine. <laughs> this is the DC portion of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I did all my Marvel, and I have a DC book after this. Oh great. So uh, yeah, so Batman. Um, yeah, there it is. Uh, this is of course from James Tynion the Fourth, with art by uh, Jorge Jimenez. Uh, finally, Jimenez is on the book. So good. Uh, the like just. From the from an art perspective, the book is great. Um, you know, it looks great. It feels great. Um, I will say that having seen some preview pages from this issue, mm -hmm. and then seeing those preview pages with the text balloons, for some reason, it seems to have lost its vibrancy. I don't know if it was like the transfer or something, but like the page that where where Batman and Selina talk to each other, which is the scene that. Him and his, I think, tweeted or showed everybody. Mm -hmm. um, it, it just doesn't pop like it did when I first saw it. And it could be because I, I'm seeing it again. Mm. But for some reason, it's just not as bright. It's not as dynamic. And it's probably the coloring. But the coloring also was part of the reason why I enjoyed it so much. Um, Maybe he played with it a little before he posted it. He could have fussed with it before it, before it, uh, before it came got out. posted out there. But, well, I mean, like, before he posted it on Twitter. He's right. Like, Brighton, filter, right. whatever. I don't know. But, but like, I liked it. I, I, mean, liked I, had, I didn't see any preview pages, so right. I was seeing all this fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the whole thing's a f uh, flashback and introducing retconning in a new character called the Designer. Yeah. Uh, also known as the Overdesigner, uh, because he is overdesigned. Uh, but the idea... <laughs> but he's got the big D. He's got the big D on his face. Cool. Please don't ban us. He looks cool. <laughs> uh, he looks fine. You know, I, I, I weighed that in my head because I was like, if I complain about how the Designer looks... People are going to say that I don't like anything, and I really, like, am sick of hearing that. So, like, what do I... I mean, it's true, though. Yeah, right? It is. Yeah. You're, you're, you're so original for saying it. My sarcasm. But, uh, I don't know, like, 
he's he's just overly dis- he's got all this shit going on like it's just he's very busy well yeah you know what i mean like hey you know who, what what design i really enjoyed onomatopoeia like just a doppler image and a coat like yeah just simplicity but i really love i think bullseye has a great costume right you know it's very i like simplicity but i think that is a taste that's a taste that's not that's a that's not an actual like dig at no the book because like honestly i think it's a taste thing i didn't really pay Care. any mind to it yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i will so the whole th- okay i will say one thing there's one thing i noticed that for me was like mildly out of place right which was like i saw him and i was like huh and then we get his backstory and i was like yeah no my huh i think was accurate and it's the camo pants yeah what so for me, and like again, this is like a but like they're puffy a, and like regal. I don't care about the puffy and regal. Thing. Oh, but like the why camo. are they camo? Well, I'm like seemingly this guy is older than he seems, right? Based on this history, false or not, I don't know. Like he's Probably. seemingly older than he seems. Mm-hmm. The whole thing's very like over the top and like whatever. And then you have these camo pants, and I was like, say what now? Yeah. Like that was my like. Yeah. Oh, okay, he, moving on. Yeah. Uh, that being said, uh, at the top of the thing, I loved the I loved the issue. It was like, it was like, this was the start of Tynan's run. This was, yeah, this is like, I, you know, what's funny is I read this issue and I was like, this is great. I bet Sal thinks it's great too. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, I like it more than, I don't give a shit about Deathstroke or any of that crap. Uh, this is what I want for Batman. And it's like funny because I know that like Snyder was like, I don't like that. Like, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm like, well, guess what? Most of us want that. Um, the whole thing's a flashback where uh, Selena tells Batman like the truth about how uh, basically the main villains were called by the designer to a, spe- a secret, like, phantom well, ha- mansion in the middle of a harbor. Some of the, not the main, because, yeah. like, you could Joker, say Joker, Riddler, and Catwoman, Penguin are, like... They're, like... I'm surprised Harvey wasn't called, but, like... But, like, he... There's something... Like, he likes their style. He right. Likes who, like, the way they, they do that. Well, that's thing. the thing, is that, like, if you think... If you look back, like, yes, some of the top villains are, like, Mr. Freeze and Two-Face mm-hmm. and, and, and... But, like, those stories are pretty spotty. Like, if you can count five great Two-Face sure. and or Mr. Freeze yeah. stories, I, know. I will applaud we, we you. We have that, yes, no. But, like, Joker, Riddler, Penguin, Selina, they all have their own yeah. very distinct thing that has never really, do, like, changed. Right, right. I just, I what I really dig about it is, obviously, like, all of Batman's villains really display a certain element of Batman. But, like, right. we definitely have, like, an interesting, like, smattering here of, like, the different personality, either, like mirrors or like opposites of sure. batman here and i was like that's kind of cool yeah that's true brains insanity love that kind of thing yeah um money uh so anyway the designer's like come on to my house and i'll uh, and basically i've been doing this forever i fought zorro or whatever and uh <laughs> it's not really zorro but... no no but he has like a, a an old-timey swordsman fight which was so funny because that made me think of curse of the white knight yeah big time no i also thought of that but yeah uh, he has a swashbuckling adventure where like and it, it's it for me it, ve- it felt very like count of monte cristo or zorro where mm-hmm. it was like i was in i, w- I was in, like locked in this never-ending battle with this hero and eventually i realized that like the way i was doing it was wrong and i need yeah. to like think 10 steps ahead of them right uh so <laughs> i need to power level my character by killing boars yeah <laughs> boars so um i like your style and so i want to like I want to help you. I want to have, like, a counseling session with all of you. Yeah, he's like, he's so, like they brought in a consultant. Yeah, but, like, they didn't <laughs> ask for him. He's like, it's like he was, like, there for to pitch them him. 
Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to really revolutionize the way you do business. So they each go to the designer and go into a room with him and they tell him about like what their biggest, wildest aspiration is. And then he helps them achieve it by like creating this like multi-year step plan. Well, no, he, they pitch them like the biggest crime they could think of. Right. And then he like picks it apart. Like, yeah, like Batman. how I'm going to beat you. They're like, this is how Batman would take you down and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, think bigger. Now let's figure this out. Like exactly. how do we outthink him? And then right. we'll just keep outthinking him. And for my payment, whenever you pull off your caper, I get half. Yeah. And that's a lot. It's but a if it's the, speed, if the biggest caper ever, then half, half is Half the biggest caper ever is still a lot. Still a lot, but like more than you would have gotten before. Mm-hmm. So uh, everyone works out great. And like after each counseling session, like they talk to each other like, oh my God, I, I couldn't imagine yeah. how awesome this could have been. Yeah, Riddler, Penguin, Catwoman, they're all like yep. in. I also, this is like really, I think, important to the Bruce-Selena relationship. This mm-hmm. issue has, like, these little moments for her from yes. her past that they kind of retcon in there that, mm-hmm. like, the fact, when she sees the Joker there, she's uncomfortable with it. Yeah. She's just like, no, this guy is bad news. He, like, like I was in it for the thrill, and I'm in it for, like, Yeah, the, but like, he's doing something else. Like, yeah. even Penguin I get, but, like, and Riddler maybe. And, but, like, Riddler's hitting on her. She's like, back off. But, like, that guy? Yeah. Not, no. He should not have been called. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the designer... Um, he saw like the list of the rogues and was like, well, let's get the most popular ones. And he didn't know about the Joker. He just invited him and Joker's like, I'll come and kill you probably. And so, uh, and I knew that was coming. Like, but in a, in a satisfying fan way. Yeah. Where like Selena's the last one and then she comes out and she passes Joker and I'm like, there is no way that the designer will live to the end of this issue. No, and it's funny because I really, I saw this going down completely differently, which I thought was very refreshing for me because I was just like, oh, this was like a turn. Like, I was with you on that. Right. But I thought it was going to happen differently. Mm. Like entirely differently. Yeah. This is, for me, it felt like a Marvel DC crossover. Like, where a villain that doesn't know who any of these people are tries to team up with the villains of Batman and then severely underestimates how insane all of them are. Right, or especially one of them. Particularly the Joker. Yeah. And it's great because essentially they're there for a long time and then the designer just blasts out of the room and and, and tells all of his henchmen to murder every... Just kill all of them. Just, just, I I need to start over. Like, I made a mistake trying to team up with Batman villains. Yeah, Particular, is... like if Joker is, if Joker's the indication, they all need to go. Right. And you know, because they're Batman villains, they turn the tables, and Joker just assassinates the designer, just right. shoots him in the back. Presumably, of the head. He, like they took all their weapons, but like no, he's Joker's still like, them. oh, I kept one. Lol. So this is where like when Selena's talking about the Joker going in there, that they were in there for hours. Yes. Like everyone was there for like an hour or so, but like the Joker was in there for hours, and I was like, I thought inevitably like. Nigma or was gonna open the door yeah, and, and he was and gonna he was be dead and like Joker was just hanging out in there and I was yeah. like that's I thought that's that insane too. Like, I like that I like him that just better. hanging out like oh hey yeah oh you finally checked. oh I killed him in the first five minutes I've just been hanging out yeah exactly I've just been taking his stuff yeah like that's what I was expecting and so like when this went down like this where it's like no 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 he was sitting there listening to him the whole time right like designer was, was like, like letting him talk and he's so like he get an indication as to how messed up the Joker he's is like, oh oh no yeah. <laughs> So they kill all the bad, they, they kill all the henchmen, they burn the house down, and they and they swear an oath to never tell anybody about it. Yeah. But they also, like, and they're like, damn it, we can't use the designer's plans, really, because we'll, they'll never really, like, because his backing and his influence sure. won't help us achieve it. Right. Um, what I think is interesting is there's, like, a mystical quality 
yeah. to this character, to his henchmen. Right, well, the house comes out of nowhere. Right, Like, the right. henchmen are, like, ferrymen who have, like, glowing bodies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, what I like about that is it, like, whether or not it's real, because, like... He may come back in a Scooby-Doo-esque sort of oh, way where it's back. like, oh, There's he's no... back. Ha-ha. We designed How this character. How possible? Yeah. Right? Like, it's Rachel Gould? No. Um, but, <laughs> um, but it gives me, like, if there is no mysticism to it, it I gives like me idea. vibes of, like, uh, Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. Where you have this villain who seemingly has this element of, like, the supernatural. Right. And there's nothing But it's all smoke and mirrors. Yeah. That would be really cool. I would love that. Uh, also, that that moment or that that whole experience cinches for Selena like why she would never work with Joker. Right. What's funny is like I like the, the book ends here basically, yeah. and like for a moment I was like, oh my god, like because she's talking about like what happens next, and I was like, there's something she's not telling him, and he says that. And I was like, oh, what she's not telling him is that she then killed the Joker, and that's why the body's in. Right. And I was like, oh, no, no. Okay, never yeah. mind. No. no, we're not there yet. No. We're, we're not there yet. <laughs> but, uh, but essentially, Batman's like, yeah, I knew what you made. I knew the plan you made. Like, I, I'd already figured it out. Like, I just want you to say it to me. Which I was yeah. like, that's kind of dickish. Well, but all right, right on. I, but I, I get it. He's like, you have to be honest with me. Right. Like, we're together. Yes. Like, this isn't even like, I need to earn your trust. Like, you, we're together. You're supposed to tell me these things. Yeah. I so, assumed like, this was going to be a breakup issue too. No, no, and like I'm really like I am impressed that Tynan just dealt with it. Yeah, I thought this was going to drag so out glad. longer. I was exactly with you. I was so concerned. Yeah, it was going to be so boring. Which I really shouldn't have been. It's it's Tynan. Like he's he yeah yeah, but at the same time like. Not the first choice. Yeah. He's got to pad things out. Mm-hmm. Now the 5G is like, they don't even know. I've, I've heard things, and I don't want to get into too many rumors, but like, but things. I have heard stuff. I haven't. I have seen, sh- I have heard shit that'll turn you white. No, I, I, I've lit- like, I've heard anything from <laughs> like the, 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 the mouthpieces of DC and the people who don't, who are below pay grades are like, yeah, 5G, it's happening. Right. But people, but the engineers are like, no, it's okay. not happening. And you better come up with something else right now. Hmm. Three jokers. Three um, jokers. Distract them. Smoke and mirrors. The plan is, the plan should be <laughs> bring Jeff Johns in as a like a, as chief creative officer and just let him do what he, and he clearly just pulls out his binder. Clearly has a binder. <laughs> like what was your doomsday clock? What was your post doomsday clock pitch? Yeah. What was the? What we'll was the, do that. The doomsday crisis. Clearly, we don't care. No. Like just do whatever. So, well, who knows? But, but I. Like, but I'm so glad that it's like actual an actual story. Yeah. I know. It's it's good. And it's interesting. I saw in the chat people were mentioning um, Tynan's Upside Down Man and what a great design that is. So I, there may be something to this that Tynan wanted this specifically. True. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Like so, to not make you think of anything in particular because of maybe who the reveal is of the character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's just like, no, no, no. I don't want you to think of anything else because it's like, I don't want you to try to guess who this is. Yeah. There is also a little bit of concern, though, about the relationship because when Batman leaves, he says, you know, you've, you've launched this thing against Bruce Wayne. I'm about to lose everything. Like, we're going to work this out, solve my problem, and then you're gone. No. I think we're there. I think we're we're going there. You think you're going there? You think they're going to? Yep. Because there's going to be a book about them being married written by Tom King. The designer is the devil. Oh, and and he uh, one more days them. And that's what Joker told him about. Yeah, he's like. That's his plan. Yeah. Ugh. (laughs) That. That. So, anyway. uh, So, is that it before we get to the, the last book of the night? That is it. All right. Let's talk book. about Strange Adventures, Tom King's latest book. Um, you knew I was picking this up. I mentioned it um, last week that uh, this was coming out. And like I was definitely going to check it out because I wanted to see 
um, a Tom King who has been through a lot more in terms of being a creator um, between Mr. Miracle and now. Right. And um, I think we got that in this. And I'm not... By the way, the book that was not a Batman book that, he, that the guy's holding. No, it's Batman Spirit. No, it's 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 Sheriff of Babylon. Is it Sheriff of Babylon? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Look at that. It's him and D- Mitch Jarrett's. Okay, yeah. There you go. Because I could, yeah. Anyway, right. we'll get to there. We'll get to there. So yeah, Strange um, Adventures. So I'm not saying I didn't enjoy this book because I actually did enjoy this book. I did too. I um, thought it was brilliant. Did you read it? Yep, I loved it. Yay. Okay, cool. Wow, you read it. I was yeah. like, I read it first. I kind of bought it. I know. Yeah. And I was like, you should. Yeah. Yeah. No, I read. It I didn't think good. you. I didn't think you'd get a chance to. Um, no, I did. That's cool. And you have, that's, is that the main cover? Yeah. I like this cover better than the happy one. I agree. And this is a better cover. This is the Mitch Jarrods one. Yeah. Um, because there's also Evan Shaner who works on this. Yeah. And as it's, well, it's a great he, cover. Well, no, but he also does like the, like the happy, happy stuff, the, happy the flashbacks. Stuff, the, I was like, oh, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah. The horse shit that isn't real that you could never believe in. Yeah. Because I'm Tom King. I, no. <laughs> right. Hang on there. Yeah. Um, so this story, believe it or not, stars a very sad man and a very powerful woman who helps him like facilitate right. his PTSD. All right. Relax. I'm just saying, like. But seemingly, okay, so let's all, like, I also have to acknowledge that there are, like, there's, like, been an interview circulating that they're using as an ad about, like, this book. Yeah. And that, like, um, he says that this is not about um, that. Trauma. Yeah, he says it's not about that, that it's about, like, what you, like, the way truth is portrayed. Right. Fine. Okay, and I I think we get a little bit of everything here, um, because, okay, so... There's obviously an element to this that is Tom King putting himself and his experiences in here. Yes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that necessarily. Every writer like, does it, but some, every writer... and some do it a little bit more exactly. than and, others. And so, like, you know, Tom King has a, has, a, has a very specific, we all have a very specific life. And we have a very specific, like, history. Yeah. Um, but Tom King definitely has a specific one. And, we, and we've seen him pull from that at times. And I think that, like, some writers just they've got like a well and they're going to pull from that well and that's what they know and he wants to write what he knows. Yes. You know what I mean? And this is what he knows. Sure. And um, we see that uh, Adam Strange is a writer, he's an author and he's written a book and he's got a signing and the reason I want to bring this up is because obviously Tom King has been through signings. And um, we see him at this bookstore and we get like punctuated with other scenes you know, Adam being like, hi, I'm Adam, and what can I sign for you? We see a woman who comes up to him and is just like, I'm really glad you put the part in about your daughter and losing her because, like, I've experienced that as well, and, like, it makes me, and it made me cry, and, like, thank you for putting that in there. Right. Um, we see another gentleman come up who's just like, hey, thank you, thank you for your service. Yep. Um, which I'm going to guess Tom King has experienced. I'm guessing he's experienced both of these things. I, I feel like he's experienced all of oh, those Oh, I know, things. I'm getting to there. But yes. Um, but he's just like, you know, like, it means a lot, like, you know, what you did and, like, you know, all this stuff. And, like, you're really cool. He is holding mm-hmm. a copy of Adam Strange, or Strange Adventures, which is the book that Adam Strange has written. Yep. Holding a copy of Mr. Miracle, written by Tom King, and, and holding a copy of Sheriff of Babylon, yep. written by Tom King. Yeah. Um, say what you will, and he's wearing a Batman shirt. And he's wearing a Batman shirt. He's wearing a Batman shirt. Um, there you go. And so that for me is like Tom King kind of giving us an idea of what it's like for him. Right. To well, go to signings. And also don't forget, like they use the exact same panel when he has every, Adam Strange has the same reaction and yep, interaction every with every single, single person, person like, despite how, how they approach him. Yeah. And like, you know, like I thought that was interesting because it's like you automatically assume like when you go up to a creator, it's like you don't really think about the amount of 
people they've interacted with the day. Right. Like for the day. Maybe it's a few, maybe it's a lot, but each of them has their own story. Some people are just going to be like, sign the book and I'm yep. leaving. But some of them like are going to share a part of their lives with that individual. Totally. And, and that can be something that like weighs on you, not necessarily in a bad way, but it's like, oh man, I helped this person through this thing. But like now their emotional like experience is part of me. Yes. You know what I mean? And so like, there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. We then see someone come up to him, like screaming at him. Yep. And like, of course, you could take this from the perspective of, like, Tom King's interactions with fans who were mad about his Batman run. Yeah. But they're very specific. Or his Heroes in Crisis run. Right. But they're very specific about talking about um, Adam what, Strange's Adam's... experiences with saving Ran and, like, what he did to those poor Picts, Yeah. So it could also be, it, like, King's, like, not talking about... No, and fandom. I and that's what He's I'm thinking. talking about his military experience. Yeah, um, and then being and and that and getting that side of it as well. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. This is like this for me, like. While having shades of Mr. Miracle is a very... This character's different. Like, he's broken yeah. in a different way. <laughs> and, he's broken in a different way. Uh, his wife is a different type of strong. Yeah, Well, she, yeah. And she's seemingly less supportive in a way than, than Barda was. Than Barda. Like, the Barda-Mr. Miracle relationship is, like, healthier. Yes. <laughs> and, like, more honest. Right. Well, it's less alien. Mm-hmm. But even though that's not possible since she's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they're both from Apocalypse. Well, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> they're both from New Genesis. Yeah. But, like, they're, you know. Anyway. Yeah. So, then we get to see his experience at Rand, and it's like, here's an opportunity. Hey, you don't know who Adam Strange is. Adam Strange is, like, a pulp hero who, uh, his power is he's got a jetpack and a gun, and he got hit by a beam, seemingly very much like being abducted. Yep. He goes to Rand. He can, like, stay there as long as the Zeta beam allows him to yep. do as much as he can before he fades back and comes here. Right. It's like a Shazam, but it's, not. It's it's like John Carter meets Shazam. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, So we get a feel for like what he did there and like, you know. It doesn't feel like he did a lot. Like it's funny because whenever we see the flashbacks to his battles on Rand, they're very superficial. Yeah. They're very black and white. Well, they're very... not black and white, but they're very black and white in terms of like, yeah. there are these bad guys with bad guy stuff that look like they're made out of toys. And he shouts, you know, like pulpy kind of heroic right. dialogue at them right. and shoots them with his laser gun. Yeah. And like, but we don't, sh- but it's not like Tom King does that thing where he's like, okay, so he shoots them with laser gun. It's fun. And then you see the aftermath and they're like, their blood and everything. No, like, no, no, no. Like, it's, if what King says is true, like, we're meant to question what is true here. Yeah. Which, again, I think is different than what he did in Mr. Miracle with what is reality. Yeah. Because, like, through with Mr. Miracle, we were truly seeing it through Mr. Miracle's eyes. Yep. And so, like, we were questioning what was honestly happening mm-hmm. here. Um, this is who's telling us the truth because like we're seeing it through a lot of different eyes. Mm -hmm. Mostly it is his. And like we, like, of course, Mitch Jarrods does a phenomenal job of like punctuating King's dialogue. Absolutely. But I think, uh, Evan Shaner also does an incredible job of like punctuating that pulp feel. Totally. And like giving you that sensation of like, did this happen? Or is this an idealized version of what happened? Um, and again, you have Tom King with this military background and knowing that, you know, things like stories that are told about, you know, what happens overseas may not be a hundred percent accurate. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so or like, even your perception may not be. Right. Right. Like, you know, like you were the hero of your story Yeah. and you were the hero for your people, but mm-hmm. what happened on the other side? I'm wondering if we're going to see that at some point. Totally. Um, 
So inevitably, like, you know, we see a lot of, like, what's going on with the pics. By the way, we deal with the fact that he has a daughter who clearly died. Yes. Right? And this is the aftermath of that. And remember that was my Mr. Miracle pitch, is that I thought that we were seeing the book Yeah, the opening of, of the book was the end of the book. Yeah, it was that, like, he tried to kill himself after, like, bartering his child away. Yep. Which is not what happened at all. But no. I'm like, oh, here we are! With yeah, we're doing that! Post-death. And I'm like, ha-ha! Mm-hmm. Ha-ha-ha. <laughs> This is, Tom King does not watch the show. <laughs> if he ever did, he doesn't anymore. Um, but uh, inevitably, one of the times that he gets like called back to run or ran, yeah. run because like two ends. I call I it know. ran, but yeah. Um, like but I'm a Philistine. Like the things are not going well. No, and um, presumably the picks are breaking through, and like they have to evacuate. Yep. And uh, they're going to have to just abandon their, their city and their castle. And the royal family has to flee, including his wife and daughter. Yep. And, um, like, he's like, don't worry. Like, we'll come back. But we need to get out now. Yep. And so, like, they, they get out and they get into, like, their little, like, literally saucer, spaceship. like, spaceship. And um, he starts to fade away. And what's funny is when he started to fade away, I thought initially that that was a moment that they were showing us that things weren't accurate mm, because no, like, he's I... talking to his daughter. And then I was like, oh, wait, he's fading away. Never mind. Yeah. Because I thought it was like he was talking to his daughter and he's trying to be really supportive. And I was like, oh, what if the reality is he was not being supportive? He's screaming at her. Mm-hmm. No, he's just leaving. Yeah. And so he couldn't be with them and protect them. Right. He couldn't be with them and protect them. And like, I'm like, was he flying? I hope not. I assume he was. But, like, his wife's in the front seat as well, so hopefully she knows how to fly it as well because she lived. It's her place. Yeah, it's her so plan. She better know what's up. But um, the guy, remember the guy who screamed at at Adam, Adam Strange at the beginning? The guy with the Black Canary shirt? The Black Canary shirt. Ah! Who, like, they show him screaming, and, like, it's, like, cool because he's wearing that shirt. But he's also, like, the way Jared's portrays it for us is, like, there's, like, a vibration yeah. to it. Because if you've ever been in a situation where someone is screaming at you, there is an intensity there that, like, sometimes, like, feels like that's happening to you, whether or not it's actually happening. Totally. And um, while Strange is at another signing... After, of course, like, the book being well-received and, like, all these politicians being interested in him running for, like, office, yep. any sort of office, all the way from mayor, possibly up to president. Yep. Um, everything starts falling apart because the guy who screamed at him is dead. And, and presumably from a laser blast. Yeah, because his head is missing. Yeah, it's just exploded. hmm Graphic image coming. Yep. And um, so things are starting to fall apart and, like, his wife's furious because she's like, that's not possible. You have no idea like what the picks did to my people and like you have no idea how much Adam helped us and he would never do that. Yep. Just all of these things. Um, so he gives like a press conference where he just says like, I didn't do that. And those are all, it's just all rumors and it's crap. <laughs> yeah. And then we see, of course the news come in and being like, you know, I can't believe like, you know, he said that. Cause like, he didn't really deny anything and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. completely just, you know, denies like, or like denies what he said. Yeah. And the other person's like, what are you crazy? Like, what is he supposed to do? List every single thing? Yeah. Like, no. And I thought that was interesting because, again, if we're talking about that whole truth thing, you know, the idea of, like, you know, them questioning the truth. Like, them questioning his truth. Yes. Um, inevitably, he's like, here's my plan. And I'm like, this is a solid plan. It's a great plan. Solid. It's the, it's the kind of plan that the fan community would immediately ask them solid to Solid plan. And a strange goes to Batman, who's a friend of his, and goes like, hey, here's my gun. I want you to prove I didn't do it because I didn't do it. And come at me, like, with everything you've got. Yeah. Like, complete, because I'm so sure I didn't do it. Yeah. You can, like, I want you to prove it For for everybody. I kind of dig Mitch Jarrett's Batman. I love it. It looks great. It's really cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I love his city. I love his people. Like, I love 
everything about well, like again that is the kind of character who can take that grime yeah that he grit. should yeah like he can take it handle it embrace it roll around in well it. it's like you can have the grime or you can have like a nick darrington book where it's like it's just like Wee. yeah yeah you can have either but like he could handle jared's work oh yeah um but yeah batman's like i'm not gonna do it we're friends it's yep. not gonna necessarily mean anything and i don't i don't want to i basically doesn't want to uncover these rocks like he doesn't want to turn them over yeah it, yeah uh, i can see that it's a it's a funny portrayal it's like a more emotional batman than you'd seen before where right. he's like like it, it, and you're not sure why he doesn't say no he tells strange like i'm not gonna do it because like i'm your friend but yeah. it's like does he not does does batman believe in him Right, like he and he's like, I don't want to prove that you're, because I know I'll solve the mystery. Yeah, I don't want to no prove that you actually that. did it. Yeah, exactly. Like, or maybe... is it like I don't think I'll be able to do a good job? No, I assumed it was like I don't want to find out. The like truth. that you're. I don't want to find yeah. out. The truth. I don't want to know. Yeah. Like, and I got better. I got. I got a whole city. I don't have time for this yeah. crap. Um, we see in like their bedroom of like what is seemingly their hotel, but I'm guessing is their home. Right. That like he has a picture of his family and it's covered in blood. We saw that earlier in the book too, and I was like that was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, whoa. Like Yeah. Like oh immediately you're like their their family photos covered in blood. Yeah. Exactly. Um like their family's born in blood or that like Or like maybe like whatever happened to his daughter caught I don't know. Because mm-hmm. we haven't obviously even solved that mystery yet. Yeah. Um, but get used to nine panel grids because that also happens. Yeah, nine panel grids. He loves that. He does, but like I think that Jared. He doesn't use it a lot. He doesn't use it a lot, but when he does use it, like it, it's to punctuate something. Um, he knows all, you're aware of it, so he's using he it specifically. Is, but like he also does it at times where he like uses the nine panel grid, but breaks that grid by like like using the nine panels, but like one of the images or maybe a couple of the rows are one image that are just yeah. broken up by the grid itself. And I'm like, that's that's cool. I like that. Agreed. Like, uh, I think he does that when he's giving his press conference where it's like the six top panels are just one solid image, yep. but it's six panels. I, I, I like that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I like when they make and break the grid. Um, but regardless, like there's a character who's brought in. Yep, we all know who that is. Uh, also, I like how, um, how they portray him. The last page, um, Strange meets up with the person that... Because Batman says no, and he's like, we'll find somebody who's as good as you. Yeah. And when he goes to meet him, it's the exact same panel as when he meets people for his book signing. Right, which is, like, evocative of that, like... Phoniness. Phoniness or, like, living a lie. Right. But also, interestingly enough, this is the only person who actually takes his hand in these interactions. Yeah. Uh, the person who takes it is Mr. Terrific. Yeah. Um, which is pretty cool. I was like, oh, neat. Yeah, there he is. Just... Um, yeah, and I, immediately when he said somebody who's as smart as you, I was like, oh, he's going to go with Mr. Terrific. There you go. Cool. Uh, uh, King also uses a quote from Carmine Infantino, who used to be in charge of DC Comics and is an incredible creator in his own right, Mm -hmm. long past. But uh, odd quote. Uh, I don't know if I like the implication of the quote. Right. But, uh, you know, that's what King likes to do, is take things that you love and, like, turn them on our ear. Yeah. And make you question whether you like them in the first place. Right. Um, This is an excellent book. It looks great. Mm -hmm. It is written well yeah uh, and it like has the potential to say something which is the most important right what i like about this and like don't don't come at me over this but like (laughs) this feels more like what he might have wanted heroes in crisis to be yeah big time oh no i completely agree it's like not necessarily a character working through his own PTSD, which we may end up seeing something like that. For sure. I think it is King working through some of his own stuff, which creators have every right to do. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, maybe... I, sometimes I'm like, just give King an independent book. Just let him go for it. But, I mean, like, but with a character... He can have any independent book he wants. 
You know what I mean? He yeah. literally could just call Image and be like, I have a book. It's going to look like this. It's going to be by these, by these creators. Yeah. Like, Fine. But like, you know, taking a character like Adam Strange, who some people, of course, have a, a fandom for, but most people are unaware of him for the most part. You know what I mean? Or maybe they've heard the name in passing, but don't really follow their stories. And like changing him up like this, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Obviously, like, it did work with Mr. Miracle. But this book has that element of that mystery that Heroes in Crisis was had or like well like tried to affect but it was like stupid yeah but this seemingly actually does have a mystery right and so like i i don't know like this could just be what he wanted to do yeah and now he's doing it yeah we have said time and time again give tom king a a character that nobody really cares about anymore let him do a character study on it give him 12 issues and you'll probably get something pretty good and that's the thing and and not to say not to disparage adam strange it's just like there hasn't been an adam strange book for a long time and there wouldn't be if Tom King wasn't interested in it. Right, right. Like, and I will admit, I'm not the world's biggest Adam Strange fan. I just don't find him very no. interesting. But I also was like, I'm not, like, that's not my kind of book. Uh, you know, like like classic 30s pulp action yeah, hero kind of thing. not me either. Um, but, uh, you know, I appreciate that there are fans who like this character, and I'm sure they're going to be miserable. Right, and I'm sorry if you do, and I'm, and, and you know... Here's the thing, you can easily ignore it. I'm sure it won't be a big Right, deal. because there's, like, obviously a question about whether or not... what continuity mr miracle takes place what's in, funny and... is yeah there was a big question about mr miracle with this i was like when he put batman in the book i'm like oh like you're like no i'm putting this in continuity. right except, but it could not be except it is a black label book and since we've been questioning what black label books are yep well since like, they're nothing really easy to say it's not in this again this is a tom king character study of this character by the way that image that we're talking about right here on the back oh like, yeah this is an important image mm-hmm. for them yeah so absolutely there it is um We'll get into more of this in a minute. I uh, just want to get some super chats and sure. uh, eat that horse. As recent films and games have tanked whatever general popularity Superman had, nowadays people think he's mopey, boring, and only works as a, as a fascist villain. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't know about that. I think it's more just the people, people. I think the, the movies and the, the movies and television have done nothing to help make more Superman fans. No, I, I think it, it's possibly an issue of like two extremes where it's like people think that he's just like should be an action like all out swinging punching everything sort of hero or he's hokey and ridiculous yeah and, and so like, i think they don't understand that there's actually more to his character and there is some depth to it yeah. and like there is more than just that right and so i think when at times people are, are could be presented with it, it 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 frustrates or confuses them exactly uh, Sad Othani, uh, people argue for what they like. P- same people like trash, Sal. It's not your fault <laughs> when you call out mistakes. And honestly, uh, he looks like trash. <laughs> what am I talking about again? The oh, Mr. the designer. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I was like, Mr. D. That's not his name. Mr. D. <laughs> um, Silvery Cricket says, I think uh, the designer and Joker were talking and the designer realized Joker never has a goal and he just wants to play the game, hence the 10-hour meeting. That'd be funny, too, where it's like, no, 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 but, like, what's the end game? And he's like, there isn't one. What are you doing? Like, or he's pre- or he's leading designer on, like, a merry, you know, circuitous conversation. Right, right. Yeah. Um... I'm glad we're not privy to it. No, I'm so glad. Uh, Comus Miss explained, the guy yelling is wearing a Black Canary shirt. Ha ha. <laughs> he also did a like a like an image of yeah of someone yelling and into like a, a megaphone yeah it's perfect great. i love it uh dr comic back uh says can tom king really retcon a hero to a killer oh heroes in crisis <laughs> i mean if adam strange is the murderer i right. hope he isn't because i want it to be like an actual murder mystery as opposed to like right as long as he doesn't like um i guess uh long halloween it right 
I don't think he. I don't, I don't think he's gonna do that because I don't. Because well, I don't know. <laughs> Emperors Venetians, did you see the indie creator who posted a panel or for, or panel for panel composite comparison of Strange Adventures and his own book on Twitter, and it's really similar? No, I didn't hear anything about that. No, um, I don't follow a lot of people on Twitter, and I didn't see it like promoted by anybody on Twitter. Um, nor did I see it on any of the subreddits and uh, in any news site. So it's very niche, if that's the case. I'll, I'll check it, it out. Yeah, I want to see that. Because that, that happens. Uh, the fake Grant Morrison, Tom King doing what Tom King does best. And not, you know, the other thing. No <laughs> doubt he can be a pretty depressing Spider-Man mini. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he would. I mean, like, Spider-Man is nothing but trauma. He's gonna take if the, you take that He's going to take the tarantula and write a 12-issue mini about... Did I really stun them or not? I've been oh. murdering people with my feet. Oh, God. What have I done? Fuck. <laughs> that made the name of the book. <laughs> so let's jump into some... Uh, oh, and somebody pointed out, and I was like, oh, man, I can't believe they screwed this up. Hopefully they'll, they'll, fix, it. they'll fix it in the trade. Uh, Adam Strange's daughter's name is Aaliyah, not Alina. But in the text, it's Alina. Oh. Oops. <laughs> Maybe that's like a secret hint at... Oh, yeah, like what reality we're in, mate. Hmm. No. No, I'm sure it's I'm a sure they up. just accidentally messed I'm that up. I'm certain it's a screw-up. Uh, so, yeah, uh, let's jump into some recommendations. Uh, X-Men number eight comes out next week. That was fast. Right. Uh, it's done by Jonathan Hickman and Arby Silva and Lionel Francis Yu, or Lineal Yu. Uh, I don't know if Silva's doing the cover or not. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. These, <laughs> the, these preview websites are garbage and there's it's impossible to make it like in any way useful uh but yeah uh, x-men's coming out i think that's cool i'm gonna check that out obviously i've been singing his praises and talking about the series for a while x-men's one of the only x-men books i'm still reading at this point so it better be um but yeah i i don't know uh there's not a lot coming out this week though mm. that i was like oh i want to read that so yeah oh um there's more but wait yeah uh Joshy Lee, not able to watch right now, just wanted to check in and give some love. Have a great thank week. Thank you so much. You too, Joshy. Hey, listen, the show's almost over, so, you know, thank you very much for hanging out with us. Well, thank you. Uh, Lucha Dandy, I can totally see King doing a Scarlet Spider mini. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I think yeah. he'd rather do a Kane book. I mean, like, Scarlet Spider is Kane sometimes, but, like, yeah. But, Kane. Yeah. A rejected person. Yeah. Kane would suddenly get a girlfriend. Right? It's too obvious for him to do Punisher, but... Yeah. <laughs> I would read that, though. Are you right? kidding me? Come on. His vision was excellent. Um. Oh, I guess uh, for me, uh, Ghost Rider number six is coming out. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be dealing with Doctor Strange now. Yep. And Blackheart. And Blackheart. Well, Blackheart like showed up in the last one. Who knows what's going to happen there? <laughs> That's true. So now John- Johnny's got a can of whoop ass with old Stevie's name on it. That's what they wrote. <laughs> that is what they wrote. For some reason, Doctor Strange has like a weird shaved head side haircut thing where it's like all up here and then oh like, how old is he <laughs> <laughs> too old for that haircut um the other thing i, I want to mention too um guys if you're looking for another hickman fix hickman has a fixman uh, a fixman if you will no no you won't <laughs> um over at image he's coming out with another indie book called, called decorum mm. so if you were digging his east of west and now that that's done you're like but i want more hickman indie and black monday murders is never coming out right <laughs> Um, I would go check that out. Uh, it's about assassins and having good manners. That's what they, that's what it, that's what they posted it as. Right on. Like manners are a sensitive awareness of others' feelings. If you have that awareness, you have good manners, no matter what knife you use. Hmm. 
I'm like, okay. Okay, I'll check that. No, I'm listen, Aikman's on a hot streak. I'm gonna go check it out. At the very least, see what's going on over mm-hmm. there. It's just a story he wants to tell. <laughs> well, he could tell any story he wants. So if he's doing this, he must really want to tell that story. I guess so. So, all right. Well, that's it, everybody. We want to yeah. thank you so much for hanging out with us. Of course, welcome. Uh, I keep hitting if you your are... feet up so hard. I know, I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, anything else happening this week? Uh, obviously, Backish is on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Elseworlds Exchange tomorrow on Tuesday around 12-ish, yeah. 12.30-ish uh, in the afternoon. Uh, and yeah, that's it. We'll that's see all. You guys next that's week. all that's happening. Right? I'm going to play in Doom tomorrow, but that's it. Oh, yeah. You should check it out. Um, I, I, I want to finish it, but I don't know if I'm going to make it. I hope you do. Tomorrow. If you do see. like uh, watching people play video games, she's playing video games over on twitch.tv slash comicpoptv. Uh, check her out over there. Uh, we won't be able to do a lead-in because there isn't going to be an Absolute Comics tomorrow. But, that's uh, okay. You know. Yeah. Oh, uh, and uh, March 28th, unless I, I heard that New Jersey state uh, committed a state of emergency, so who knows. But, like, March it- 28th. On a Saturday, uh, we'll be going to ZapCon. We're going to have a panel at uh, 11 a.m. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll have a little booth. No and handshakes, but uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll do something. Yeah. We'll yeah. probably do the Vulcan salute. It's very... We'll do finger guns! Finger guns. So if you do come to Wayne, New Jersey to <laughs> ZapCon, uh, not only will you be able to buy an assortment of fun stickers and posters and whatnot that we have, but you can also uh, finger guns with us and whatnot. So yeah, that's it. Oh, I'm out. Oh, we're going to have to get you some, some air bullets. <laughs> I'm going to reload. All right. So long, everybody. Thanks a lot for hanging out with us, and we'll see you guys next time. I'm Sal. I'm Tiffany. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.